Hello, hello. Welcome back to season five. And to all that celebrate the Chinese Lunar New Year calendar, we want to wish you a happy Lunar New Year. Hi, everybody. This is the second episode of season five. Welcome and back. yeah, I mean, we're, we're so excited to be back. Like, <laughs> if you haven't heard the first episode of season five, you have to go back to it because we've been saying that this podcast is essentially a snapshot of our lives in the last three years and how much it's yeah. changed. And on a personal level, it's kind of like therapy <laughs> sometimes <Yeah>. as well, <laughs> where Quinn's asking the questions and I'm talking about <laughs> whatever, <laughs> uh, which is what happened last episode where I kind of rambled on about my why and what's been happening with me in the last two years and how long it took for me to really hone in to my why again. And I really couldn't have done this without practically talking to Quinn on a weekly basis, like every week we we meet and we talk and in between those times we chat on text but I mean she's really the one who knows about pretty much everything that goes on in my life and I couldn't have really honed in or reevaluated my why as quickly as I did in the last couple of months without her and likewise like we talk a lot about what's going on in her life and In fact, the last couple of months, a lot of things have changed too. And she's also pivoted a little bit. But yeah, Quinn, tell us a little bit about what's been happening. Why the change and what part of that why made you pursue it? Mm -hmm. That's such a heavy question. And it's a good thing that we've been talking about. This is a heavy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But I have to backtrack a little bit. And I am so grateful that I have you in my life that we meet like on a weekly basis where we talk because I think that was my saving grace during COVID is I actually knew I could count on you as a really stable piece of my life on where I could chat with you and trust you and be able to have intimate conversations and know that Whatever's going in my life, you're always going to show up. And that made me responsible to show up and not to slack because the pressure, I think what drives me is like knowing the responsibility that I have mm-hmm. to you, our paper talk community, and to people that we've mentored. We did the paper to profit. That weekly mentorship program was amazing. It was mm-hmm. really a highlight of last year because it made me responsible for showing up and to know that I am helping and guiding and being involved in people's life. I think that is really made me so happy. And Mm -hmm. I I think that reconfirmed my why, why we started Paper Talk, because I wanted to support the community quite a bit. And it was one way for me to help serve. And having Paper Talk as our podcast And knowing that this is one platform that we talk, we record, we send it out in the universe. And for some beautiful, amazing reason, it comes back to us tenfold by people telling us how much it has helped them, how Mm -hmm. much that what we're doing. And it seems a weird part, a little in my head, where we sit here in front of a mic, in front of a camera, (laughs) and I'm just chit-chatting with Jesse. 
that it really does help a lot of people. And Mm -hmm. I feel so grateful. And I think that makes me try a little bit more to kind of make that possible. But also in some other weird ways during COVID was like, because my life really narrowed down quite a bit. I'm very much an extrovert where I'm constantly throwing dinners. We couldn't do that anymore because of COVID. And it was like, how do I make myself be a little bit more happy when that thing that I usually do every single week, multiple times a week, actually, (laughs) I would have people over because I love having conversations, getting to know my friends better, being able to cook food. I think that was Something, mm-hmm. I mean, I still cook food and I gain a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was just me and my but husband for other eating people, it. Yeah, right? exactly. It's a little bit different. It is a little bit different. And so I ended up focusing my energy in other different ways. And I started also reflecting more at the beginning, like, why do I do what I do? Mm-hmm. I think that was a really important, and I think it took a long time, to be honest. Yeah, it took me a long time to really like understand that why again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a hard conversation to have by yourself in your head. Yes, because yes. you overthink everything. Yeah, and you over conversation, and you think one thing is true, but in reality, yeah. it's not. That yeah. was a really hard thing, and I think I felt pressured to do a bigger why mm-hmm. than what my why, my true why was, mm-hmm. and so I started being stretched out to then by accepting too many jobs. And then I was trying to breathe kind of like, oh, I I could do this. I could do that. And it really was too much for what the stress factor of COVID. I don't know if you guys are feeling the effects of COVID in the past few years. It really has stressed me out in ways that I didn't consciously understand or know. Mm -hmm. And it made me, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to explain. But I kind of felt the stress of other people. I felt mm-hmm. the stress of you feeling stressed out by your kids mm-hmm. about what killing was going through. I felt the stress of my husband because he's sitting like right behind this wall. <laughs> I can hear, hear his conversation yeah. and his stress of working with other people. And then mm-hmm. I could hear the stress of my friends who were getting COVID and how mm-hmm. they were dealing with it. In certain ways, I'm very emphatic on what I can feel in other people. And that mm-hmm. really kind of stresses me out without realizing that I was getting stressed out. Yeah. And I, to cope with that, I like to make me stressed out by t- tackling a lot of projects. <laughs> when I do that, I don't think about my stress. Yeah. But internally, that stress is really compounded. Mm-hmm. And so it really made me think like, I can't be accepting all these different jobs mm-hmm. and these projects. And it helped me that you were vocalizing that. And I was like, you know what? It's also true on my plate. I can't be taking on all these different jobs and projects because I'm not doing the 100% mm-hmm. job that makes me happy. And mm-hmm. the outcome is true to what I really want. Yeah. And one thing that I was missing, which is kind of weird, is the marketing aspect of being able to promote other people. Mm-hmm. I think in certain ways that has really, by helping other people, and as I'm saying, it's like, it makes sense because in a way, this is where I'm helping other people because mm-hmm. I'm not being able to have people in my house or to yeah. be able to help my friends. 
I can help people virtually. Mm-hmm. And luckily with digital marketing, <laughs> it has been a very easy way for me to meet both through Zoom and to really have a better outcome because I'm mm-hmm. doing something on my computer and suddenly yeah. their business or their life is being improved for what I'm doing. And that made me feel super happy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how can I make this more of this? And so, <laughs> and that's become a little bit a part of me. I'm not taking a lot of clients right now, I think, because I don't want to get stressed out by taking too much stuff. Because in reality, I really want to focus on paper talk. I really want to focus on Pamposi. But this other part of me is like, I really want to help other people mm-hmm. in a more intimate way, one on one. This has really helped me become a much happier person. And yeah. so, in, in certain ways, I've started doing less social media, which has been really great. I, I feel like I can do <laughs> other people's social media, but not myself. <laughs> Isn't it always a little bit easier doing someone else's? You yes. don't have to, you like, you pour your heart out in a different way. You know, you pour your energies into that. But it's all like taking a step back, yeah. <laughs> I think is can be healthier. <laughs> it is. It 100% is. If you haven't done that yet, I highly recommend it because sometimes you get too much in your head, which yeah. that happens to me quite a bit. I think that's what where you I mean. overthink. Yeah, I overthink everything. And then I'm like, oh, I can't do it anymore. Because, you know what, though? Uh-huh. I, I think it's because your personality is you have all these big ideas. Like it totally make, makes sense. The whole hosting thing, like you love to help people and to, yeah, like I said, to make everyone welcome and feel like, you want to make them feel good. And one way is by giving, like cooking for them, cooking good food for them, talking to them, engaging with them, and then helping marketing and all that stuff. But it makes total sense that that would also relate to you feeling like you need that part in your life, whether it's through marketing or not. If you love our podcast, please consider supporting us by getting subscribed and writing us a review. So like, mm-hmm. and you have a marketing background. So yeah. it makes perfect sense. I think, to be honest, that that's a part of your business in one way or the other, whether it is promoting someone in a completely different field or promoting all the artists who have worked with you on the Posey Box. I mean, mm-hmm. the two, Janita. Yeah. Look at what she's doing now. Janita Court and Inga Peterson. Peterson. Mm-hmm. Look what she's doing now. I mean, yeah. like, I can only say that They started out working with you when they really didn't have any following at all. And you really mentoring them and helping them. And which is why I think it's such a, it's so interesting how your business has evolved. You've kind of tried giving in different ways to see what kind of fits, what works, what stresses you out, what like feels good at the moment. And it all kind of makes sense looking back. It's 2020 when you look back. Yeah, But I think, yeah, I absolutely think you're on the right track in terms of looking forward. Like, well, for my track record, this seems to be what fits in my why. Mm-hmm. I think it's fascinating. I don't know. I yeah. think it's fascinating because we talk about this with paper talk too, given yes. that. So Amy helped us <laughs> looking from the outside because a lot of it relates to our personalities because mm-hmm. Quinn is such a great host and this is why she loves looking at like at big projects and this is also why I get sucked in by all these projects because <laughs> you have all these great ideas that's why yes. you don't get overworked because you have so many ideas but like this vision that you have which is I think amazing because 
not a lot of people have these big visions. And I think, especially with artists, we tend to think, we tend to look inward a lot and that tends to be our strengths. So for you to have the strength of looking outwards and looking at what can be, what big thing, what vision, what like, what can I conquer? I think it's an amazing strength to have, especially when you're talking about community and we're talking about helping others because it's not just helping one or two people. It's helping a lot of people. And how do you help a lot of people? You need to think big. Mm-hmm. And so you having that kind of vision and having that kind of drive, I think you should, yeah, I absolutely think you should bank on it and just ride it. And I think that's what Amy, I think, kind of helped us see was that our strengths were different. Yours mm-hmm. is definitely a big picture. Mine is definitely a lot smaller. But I think knowing that, I think really helped you hone in on your why and you starting asking questions about, oh, well, why am I doing this then? And why am I doing that when that's mm-hmm. not necessarily yeah. where your energy lies? Mm-hmm. I think it's really important is asking those difficult questions and really sitting and thinking about it for quite a while and understanding your past experience. What's your strength? What's your weaknesses? I think that's really important to understanding your why. And I think as you were talking about it, I feel a lot of clarity this year as I'm approaching 2022, that my big vision is coming back to play again. And I'm focusing on a really amazing big project, which I started greasing the wheel <laughs> and I put my contacts into play. So something big is coming. I just mm-hmm. know it. I don't know when it's happening or anything, but the ball is rolling. And I can't wait to tell you more as the months go by because I don't know how long this is going to take but it's something for the community mm-hmm. it's something really really big and I can't wait to announce it <laughs> we'll get there yes, we'll get there but the it's, such a Quinn, it's such a Quinn idea <laughs> you guys I'm going to take you along with me it's going to be amazing <laughs> but yes so you guys this is the season season five Season five is all about understanding your why. And we're going to have these really fun conversations. And one thing, if you guys haven't downloaded the Our Why worksheet yet on our website, and just go to www.papertalkpodcast.com backslash Y, W-H-Y. Download this worksheet. Go through the exercise. Ask these difficult questions. Really take a moment and write down, because no one else is going to see this. This Mm -hmm. is for your eyes only. This is the moment that you really need to be honest with yourself. And if you're really struggling with trying to find your compass, your true north, it's time to like really write down these thoughts. And if you want to share it with another person, which I do Mm -hmm. recommend, because sometimes having a second pair of eyes or second pair of ears to listen to what you're doing, sometimes just listing out all the experience that you've done in the past, having another person ask you these questions will really focus in on making sure that you are doing your why or Mm -hmm. is your why moving and you didn't know it? Is Mm -hmm. it time to move it back to your true why or is it time to change the old why to the new why? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. I think a good question is like when you wake up in the morning, what energizes you? And I always talk about energy these days because I often feel like yeah. I don't have energy. So when I yeah. do feel like I have energy, I'm like, yeah, that's right. That makes me happy. That makes me excited. Mm-hmm. And I think 
even within your why. So it's, I mean, like we all love making paper flowers, but we all make paper flowers in different ways. We all, you know, some of us make small flowers, very small, quiet things. Some Mm -hmm. of us make really loud things, big installations and big arrangements that say, look at me, very dramatic. And then some of us like to focus on the details. Some of us like focus on the abstract nature of a flower. Some of us like to use different colors. Some of us like using only one color palette. So I think even within our why of, oh, we love making paper flowers, you can dive even deeper in that. And I think that will give you even greater clarity of what really drives you to make what you make. Is it because you like making big things? Like I, I know like to some extent, like I don't really like making big flowers, but I think sometimes like I see like big flowers and I'm like, whoa, it's like out of this world even making it is probably very physical because you have to like yes. get down on your hands and knees. So that part of the aspect <laughs> yes. is part of the creative process. But some people might hate that. And I think it's just exploring those things in itself, once you've niched down that, okay, I like making paper flowers. That's my main why. Like even those things I think are very like particular to you. And once you've nailed that down too, it gives you a reason. Like it gives you like, not just why are you doing it, but what drives you to make this flower? What drives you to make your flower this way, this big Mm -hmm. way or this small way? Like those, even like knowing those answers to those questions, I think really help you hone down your style and hone down like in a more marketing term, your brand, but also Mm -hmm. hones down like, why are you doing what you're doing? Because not everyone's meant to do big flowers. Not everyone's meant to do quiet things. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that speaks a lot to you as well. And like you said, Quinn, like the more clarity you have Mm -hmm. on like why you're doing what you're doing, I think the happier you're going to be, the more comfortable you are with making those decisions of, okay, what am I going to do next? Yeah. And one more thing I want to insert in is like, if you haven't tried doing big flowers, maybe it's your opportunity to try it. Mm -hmm. Because if you haven't tried it, you don't know if you love it. So true. And try all these things that Jesse mentioned, like, do only one palette. How fun would it be to do an all black arrangement? Mm-hmm. But do the nuances, put your personality in. It doesn't have to be true black, but it can play upon the colors of black, of the navy or mm-hmm. the greens or the hot pinks. Or whatever. Like, yeah, whatever yeah. floats your boat. Like what excites you when you think about that idea and how do you yeah. solve it? Because I think like we're problem solvers. I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like we don't often talk about it, but we're yep. always thinking about solving little problems, exactly. right? Yeah. So like what excites you about solving that problem? Mm-hmm. Um, if it doesn't excite you and you're like dreading it, okay, that's not the path to go. Nope, but if it's not at all. Yeah. But if that excites you, like what about it excites you? Is it because of the, I mean, hopefully it's a process, but, but is it because how particular you want it to look or I don't know. But I think mm-hmm. it, that in itself is very insightful into knowing what is one, what is my style? Like, what are the types of flowers I want to make? Because yeah. at some point, like people are going to want your work. And if they're asking for work that just doesn't bring you joy, you might not know that until you do. Mm-hmm. And it's too late. <laughs> yeah. So like yep. trying to kind of figure out, okay, that's a project I want to take on or not. You do really need to kind of like look internally and really think about, hmm. I'm really impatient with this. I don't like doing centers. I want to focus on something else. That tells, if you know it, then your audience will know it. And I think Mm -hmm. that's really helpful in the long run. Yeah, definitely agree. All right, you guys, we're going to see you in another episode. 
So tune back next week, another episode with a special guest who's going to join us. Yeah, and hopefully we're going to pick their brains about their whys and how they pursued it and how they knew it was their why and what process they took to find out that it was their why. Super excited. Bye, everybody. Bye. And for making season five possible. 